Well, no my hoki mai, this is Checkpoint, call Lisa Owen Tene. Fifty years on, veterans exposed to nuclear tests in French Polynesia are still waiting for an apology from the government and an assurance subsequent generations of Fano will have their medical costs covered. A total of 500 crew on the HMNZS Otago and later the frigate Canterbury were sent by the Labour government to protest French testing at Muriroa Atoll. The Prime Minister at the time, Norman Kirk, declared it an honourable mission to be a silent, accusing witness. But veterans say many of them subsequently developed cancers and health conditions. Others died young and their children suffer medical complications they believe are related. And they want the government to honour its responsibilities to them. Joining us now is Veterans Minister Pene Hinarei. Tēnā minister. Kia ora. 50th anniversary, how much longer do you think these veterans will have to wait for an apology from the government? Yeah, look, we've heard, um, well, I've certainly met with them and I know um, my predecessor and others have, and there has been uh, just this week released a report which was significant in looking at uh, the case that's been put towards the government and it'll have to be something that the government considers moving forward. Considers what specifically? Extending medical care to their whanau? Uh, well, that's what the research was uh, initiated to do, to look towards uh, the links uh, between what was, what has, uh, what some of the whānau have been through and whether or not it's linked specifically to that event. Uh, and that's uh, yeah, a significant part for the researchers and the scientists to do their job, and that's what the report was this week. So this is work that was um, ordered by Mika Whaiteri? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it says there is strong and well-documented evidence confirming the impact of radiation on non-solid cancers and solid cancers, including a number of site-specific cancers, and consideration should be given to extending the entitlements that are currently available to the children of Operation Grapple Veterans to the children of Muriroa Veterans. So that is the recommendation. Will you do it? Um, That's what I said. It's now the job for uh, Cabinet to make those considerations. Do you think it is appropriate? Uh, for Cabinet to make the considerations, no, you I do. as Veterans Minister, do you think it is appropriate that medical care and the expenses are extended to whānau? Like I said, that is something for Cabinet to consider. My job is to take that case to Cabinet, to put it forward for the collective consideration, and that's what I'll be doing. When will you do that? Uh, as soon as possible. I know that, uh, for example, uh, next week is still a recess week uh, and then we're back into uh, the House and the Prime Minister's overseas. So it'll be in the near future. So within the next month, Minister? Uh, in the near future, yes. Veterans have wasted, waited 50 years. Could you just give them a timeline? Will you put it before Cabinet within the next month? Well, like I said, there's... there's the, Next week is a recess week, mm-hmm. then the House comes back together. It'll be my job to present it to Cabinet, and I'll be doing that. When do you hope to have a decision by? Oh, that'll be up to Cabinet, so I can't give a date or a timeline on that. Do, do you not think the veterans deserve a timeline? Uh, well, for us to put it up to Cabinet for consideration, I'm not going to preempt a decision made by that will need ultimately to be made by Cabinet. So, uh, look, uh, you know, I respect uh, those who were sent um, on those two uh, ships. Uh, I've met with a number of them and I'll be meeting with them again uh, tomorrow evening and having those discussions with them. Do you acknowledge they have suffered as a result of their exposure to that testing? 
Look, I've, like I say, I've spoken to a number of them. They've talked about the significant challenges that they've had uh, coming into the role in the past uh, several months. I've taken the time to digest a number of reports and a fair amount of paperwork about these matters. And yes, I'm sympathetic. Sympathetic. So does that mean you accept that they have suffered health conditions and their whānau have as a result of being exposed to testing at Muriroa Atoll? I want to be very clear. Any kind of decision that makes, uh, uh, draws the conclusion that you've just done has to be made by Cabinet. I've been very clear with those who I've met with on the matter uh, in, in the same vein that these things have to be made by Cabinet, not me alone. Yeah, final decision by Cabinet on whether to fund that kind of medical care and to issue an apology. I am simply asking you, Minister, personally, whether you believe there is a connection between the ill health that they suffer and their service to the country in the Defence Force. Like I said, I'm, I'm not going to draw any conclusion on a connection there. I've said, already said to you, I'm sympathetic to this. This is my job to then present it to Cabinet. How do you think they've been treated over the past 50 years by successive governments? Look, they've made their views clear to me that uh, for many of them, they're uh, upset. They've talked about the loss of some of their their um, fellow uh, service personnel that they've served with. Um, and they've made that clear to me. And like I said, I've met with them uh, before I went overseas recently and I'll be meeting with them again tomorrow. So, but how do you think they've been treated? Look, yeah, I'm not going to speak for past governments and... Uh, my job now is to present the best case forward for Cabinet to consider. And that's oh, what my job is. OK. You may have seen this or may not, so I'm going to draw your attention to it. On the anniversary of that trip to Muriroa, the Labour Party um, tweeted from its account, and it said, Prime Minister Norman Kirk told the 242-strong crew, this is on one of the boats, that their mission was an honourable one, that they were about to be a silent accusing witness with the power to bring alive the conscience of the world. New Zealand's proud and enduring nuclear-free stance is a reminder that when we stand up for what is right, the world takes notice. Is that a bit tone deaf to send that out on that day when you haven't apologised to them and you've offered them no support for their families? Well, no, that's not the case, actually. What we're saying is we're unapologetic about our stance with respect to being nuclear-free. Recently, the Minister of Defence has also made that particular point extremely clear to the public. And as the commitment that was made by my predecessor and myself was to look at all of these mitigating, all of the circumstances with respect to this matter and bring it forward to Cabinet, and that's what I'm doing. Yeah, but you're talking about, you know, uh, standing up to power and bringing alive the conscience. What about this government's conscience? Well, look, we've made it clear we've done it on a number of occasions. I'll draw your attention to the Waitangi Tribunal claim uh, with respect to Māori and the treatment that they received through the Defence Force. That is, this is this government taking these matters seriously. So, like I said, my job is to present this to the Cabinet. Really appreciate your time, Minister. Thank you for joining us. That is the Veterans Minister, Pene Hinare there. It is a quarter past six and you're with Check.